Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello there. What's going on? We have a bonus. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus. 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 It's like you know when you're at school and you're all clapping in assembly, and there's always the one that wants to be the last person to clap. Yeah, we didn't do assemblies in Argentina. What? We had like official acts, you know, like on Flag Day and things like that. What's and there were Flag speeches. Day? It's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? It's the day that you celebrate your national flag. Do we do that in the UK? I don't think we do. And I don't know. It's your country, not mine. In Argentina, we, we do. I think we do it every day. That's why. Uh, especially in Rosario, we do it because we are the birthplace of the Argentinian flag, remember? Absolutely, absolutely. Anyway... We digress, as usual. <laughs> it is a bonus episode, though. How exciting is this? I know. We're throwing more content out there into the ether. Well, the thing <laughs> is, we really just couldn't get enough of having our talk with Jack, with our friend Jack White from the podcast You're Gay. So we decided to add some more. Yes, absolutely. Here is an extra dollop of the interview that we did with Jack White. And what a great guy. We had such a fun time speaking with him. So so grab yourself an iced cup of tea or a mate or a coffee or a Coke or an orange juice or even pour yourself something a bit harder. A like, little bit of whiskey? Well, I was thinking Lucasade or a Ribena. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> anyway, sit down, relax, enjoy part two of our interview with the lovely Jack White from Y'all Are Gay. But that's why shows like yours are so important because, you know, as queer people, it's such an honour in a way that we can light that torch and we can hand it on to the next generation, that we, right. we live in, in a time in history where, yes, it's not perfect and there's still so much mm-hmm. to do around the world and there's so much to do in our own back gardens as well. But the fact that you can do that and, and, and pass that on and, and, yeah. and as Ben has says, if somebody listens to this and, and it just helps one person, that's... Your, your job's done and I know it's not your right. job I know it's not you know but if you can do that yeah how amazing is that yeah definitely and I have to remind myself of that too I think we in today's society we get really caught up on uh streams or reviews or what people are saying, oh my god I only have like 10 listens on this episode or versus 300 on another what, yeah. what's going on and then you get a text that's like hey i just listened and like thank you so much yeah you're like, oh fuck that's why i'm doing it yeah. like it's yeah. not about that it's not about yeah it's it's there for mm-hmm. that kind of story <laughs> one of the things i wanted to ask you about as well is mm-hmm. they always say when you come out as a you know any lgbtq person you almost then have a second teenage hood if you like so you have your regular teenagehood uh, your regular teenage years and then you have your sort of gay teens now obviously mm-hmm. you kind of came out relatively late 
you know, while everything was obviously going on with your, your family and coming to terms with it, did you then have your, your second teenagehood? <laughs> I did. Yes, I did. And fortunately it was briefly lived and <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a mess. Right. So I was now out. I didn't have to hide around and and sleeping with random motherfuckers anymore. It was, Oh, I can go to a gay bar now and do this. And yeah. while I love the gay community and while I love the culture that we have, there's a very toxic aspect to it as well. And you can decide to go into it or not. And that's your choice. And I dove headfirst into it. So I had moved to Dallas, which is a pretty big gay city. Dallas in general, Dallas, Texas is very posh that's yes that's how i explain it so money cars jobs that's your focus and i moved there without a job and (laughs) thought that was a good idea i had a couple friends that lived there and was working as a personal assistant for one of my friends because they just like unreal amount of money coming out of dallas and that leads to going out every night leads to uh, like your even more random hookups leads to just a, such an unfulfilling life that wasn't for me necessarily, but I had always, I think I needed to try that. Right. It's yeah, of course. the yeah. same thing as growing up. And what's funny is I, had, during my process of coming out before I had moved was always like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be that gay. You don't, don't worry. And then I move and it's just like, <laughs> I was recently with one of my friends who was my roommate in Dallas at the time he had come and visit Denver visited Denver recently and he was like you were not doing well there were you I was like <laughs> no I you know I was just at rock bottom and fortunately it was only like four months until I was like mom I need to come home and so uh, I dipped out at home with like negative three hundred dollars in my bank account and um, I fortunately had a family that was there for me, but yeah, it was definitely a second coming out, right? You're now being able to be out and gay. And there was a lot of positive to that too. It was being able to talk freely with my straight friends about men or inviting them out to the gay bars and having them experience that for the first time. And so that was, I would say the positive aspect is finally I could let my close friends in even closer to who I was and they most of them handled it very well. So it's it's always good to see that part. It's basically merging those dual lives that you were accused of having, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Suddenly they're all one. Exactly. <laughs> and it's yeah. all for growth. I mean, not necessarily growth of your bank account balance, but growth in every other aspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, not the bank account. But it's great. I mean, you said, you said you know, you rang your mum and you went home, but it must have been quite liberating to go back home and be open. Was that kind of the first time that you were in that situation, going back home? Yeah, it was. It was also a pretty hard, too. Uh, because of where I was in life, I wasn't necessarily the healthiest person at that time. And so the way that I was treating my parents was not necessarily healthy. I was able to be out and I had had a boyfriend previously to that, but they met. And so that was amazing. But living under the same roof as your parents, years after you graduate from high school, you automatically revert to what it was like before. So it felt weird in that sense. Fortunately, we had to go to a therapist for it. And it was like, Jack, grow the fuck up 
Rhonda, Jamie, when my parents' names are like, he's an adult, let him go. And so after that, it was, ah, okay, now we can just be adults and, and around one another. And so, yeah, I would say having the ability to be open with my parents now, especially, is so nice. I would hate going on like to dinner with my parents or even just my mom or just my dad when I was not out because I was just so afraid that something would come up Mm. that I didn't want to talk about. And so my whole, like I was hiding so much. There was so much of me that they didn't get. And now it's so nice to have this like openness about it. You know, I live with my boyfriend now and they love him fortunately. And being able to talk with my dad about relationship stuff, like Mm -hmm. never have I done that before. And it's, Sometimes uncomfortable, but that's normal. I would Absolutely. say, regardless of whether yeah. or not it's, it's a guy or girl. So, yeah, it's there's such freedom in being who you are, and also talking to you as well. You yourself seem—I mean, you're a very driven person, but you seem really relaxed. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have that I kind of that. you're kind of you know you've got that, yeah that you you found your center of gravity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean it's. That's due to countless hours in therapy and <laughs> doing really hard work on myself because I just hated myself when I was in the closet and I hated myself as soon as I got out of the closet. And mm-hmm. it came down to not my sexuality, but who I was as a person, right? The sexuality didn't matter. That is who I like. But I wasn't doing work on myself. I wasn't really digging into outside of sexuality it was so focused on that and then once that got out i was like oh i got a lot of shit to work on yeah so yeah i appreciate that and and it goes without saying that you need to do work on yourself to be a better person whether or not you're gay straight bi trans whatever it is the important thing is working on yourself your emotions your feelings and like understanding those because it'll all tie in it does so and, and it's interesting you mention about therapy because, you know, obviously our podcast, a lot of what we talk about is the cultural differences between, you know, living in the yeah. UK, me being British and, and, and Ben have been Argentinian. And I think therapy is one of those areas where in this country it's very frowned upon. Oh, it's awful. You, it's, there has to be something seriously wrong with you to do therapy. Wow. You know, it's like, See, it, it's really, really bad. In the UK or in Argentina? In the UK. In Argentina, for for us, therapy is part of your weekly routine. Yeah. Monday you yeah. go to the bar, Tuesday you get together with your friends, Wednesday you go to therapy, Thursday you go play tennis. Yep. It's just part of your yeah. weekly routine. When have you ever played it, tennis? Before I met you, I used to play a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I, would, I would hit the ball around, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that's what Pete Sampras does, though. <laughs> when when Minda talks about hit the ball around, I think it's something different. But anyway. So, <laughs> I'm very good with balls. That is, yeah, I, you would expect the gays to be really good at ball sports. Exactly. I particularly... Turns ball, out. And I, I don't know, is tennis still too big? Are we supposed to be like golf or something like that? What, you mean because of our age? No, because of size of <laughs> oh, the balls. I thought you meant we were, we were in the golf. T- to be fair, I would love a golf cart. He, but I'd, I'd want to like cover oh. it in like bulletproof glass and have it like proper like pimped up Hope Mobile. Do you know glitter. what I mean? Absolutely, oh, yes. Loads of glitter. Loads of glitter. Yeah. Hope Mobile. Uh, loads of glitter and like a giant speaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Most definitely. And you just have in the glove compartment, you have like little vodkas, you have poppers, <gasps> yes. you need, you, yes. have, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You're the caddy girl. That's yeah, my cause, dream cause job. When, when you get to like hole number five, you're like, oh, I'm getting a bit bored. Oh, I'll just have some poppers just to <laughs> exactly. spruce Something up like the that. game. Just a little whiff. Just a little <laughs> popper. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is interesting, though, about uh, with therapy in the UK, because same with like the Argentinian aspect. Like, if you're not in therapy, my mindset is like, uh, you probably should be. Like something like you're fucked up if you're not in therapy, but at the same time, like that is a generational thing. Like my parents didn't start therapy until their marriage was about to end sort of thing, you know? And so that, and it was never talked about, especially with their parents, never talked mm. about similar since the UK of like, Oh, what's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong with you? And I think nowadays everyone's just depressed and, you know, millennial, and we're open to talking about it, so. <laughs> One thing about the UK is that people are, are up for having a good time, and I think we're fairly friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very friendly, and that's the thing, that's, you would imagine that people in the UK are very, like, cold and distant, and yes, they're not as touchy as we South Americans, that's probably my my, my greatest pleasure in the UK, you go to a British person, particularly a, a, a British man, and you go for the hug. And, and, and they stand there yeah, like, with their hand extended, waiting for a handshake. What the fuck, mate? <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, they don't even react. That's the problem. It's kind of like they, they freeze. They say, what the hell is going on? What the hell is happening? And yeah, it's just a hug. Yeah, yeah. Just a hug. That's interesting. Just hug. But they are really I, super friendly, super helpful. That That is mm-hmm. worth to be saying. They're not that image of being like distant and uh, like looking down at you. One thing I would say to or a question that I would have differences in culture wise and depending on friend group. And this is also probably cultural in the US, but we are very open to talking about things like deep shit with your close friends. So like feelings or like what you're talking about in therapy or what you're working on in a movement or I guess a trend going on right now is like talking about your inner child and so what that looks like to be addressing that and getting over a trauma and people are really open about that and would you say that in the UK yeah you don't hear about my really close friends, I would talk about it, but most people would just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like, you yeah. have a, an unusual relationship with your friends in terms that your closest friends, you have a relationship that I probably would describe similar to what you are describing or what we normally do in Argentina, because it's very, that is very common in Argentina. With my best friends in Argentina, we literally know how each other wipes yeah. their ass after taking a shit. That's right. the level of detail that, that that we go. And and Ben and his friends, he would probably go to that level of detail, but it's definitely not common. I'd want to know friend. what brand they were using. Right. You know, I'd be like, because I'm going down to Costco now and I'm going to stuck up. Oh, the one with puppies, yeah, always. Yeah. If, if you sure don't clean me. your ass with puppies, then... It's not puppies? A pu- There's a puppy brand? Oh, yeah, it's called Amdrex. So it's a brand of toilet paper and it's Inky. got little little puppies on it. <laughs> But they've got a new a new one out that's got aloe vera instilled in it, and that's really nice. Ooh. It just gives you that extra little freshness. Do you flush toilet paper? Absolutely. I flush everything down the toilet. Oh, God, that's the <laughs> pain of our life. Uh, okay. But yeah, you can't flush, uh, you can't flush toilet paper here. You can flush toilet paper, n- n- not wipes. 
You're not meant okay. to. You're not meant to flash wipes. You see, I would love to move to the States because, am I right in thinking you have those machines where you put the the rubbish in and it just grinds everything away and just blasts everything to smithereens? Like, you get all your food and in the films they have it, don't they, where they just put it in and it just, like, the the trash compactor. I was like, yes, I would want one of those. So, that interesting. We trash compactors are very 90s so you oh. would have that in like your house my, our, the house i lived in growing up which still we have but you would pull it out and then if it got too you know too full you compress it and it would and it would push it down i love that i don't see those ever anymore oh. but we do have garbage disposals you know that What's that, that is like when you're putting food down the sink and it like gets clogged you flip a switch and then Yes, that's what I want, and it like grinds it all away. Can you, you use, have that? Can you use it to like make soup as well? Ew, no, <laughs> no, no, it's like in your sink. You don't see it either. Yeah. Oh, just the sound of it though, working the machinery. Oh, but it's so exciting. Re- but all I can remember is the films where someone got their hand stuck in there and then that all bloody without their hand. Which I'm is sure. dramatic, right? That no, doesn't that's... happen though. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, just like four times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm on my fifth hand here. Uh, it looks great, though. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Private health insurance. Uh, uh, <laughs> just yeah. kidding. We won't break into that. Um, no, I would say like forks will go down there and it just freaks you the fuck out because oh. it's metal on metal. But it, you would have to like really reach your hand in there to to, to get fucked up. I just think it's a it great off. invention. Like, just get everything down the sink. So what do you do? Do you just... We have, like, a little bin next to the sink, and all the food waste goes in there, and then we put that in a bigger green bin outside, and then every two weeks, the council come and collect it. But it's different. Is it, It like, compost? Um, so um, it goes into compost, but you uh, you don't do it yourself. You just put it in the bin with your garden waste. And yeah. basically the council takes it and takes it to compost. But it, it varies depending on where you live in the country. Like sometimes we, you randomly like have friends in other parts of the country and they're like, well, we can't put animal bones in ours. And I'm like, we can't. And they're like, oh, but we can put tea bags in ours. Oh, but we can't. It's honestly, it's it's a nightmare. Wow. So when you move we house. We just throw everything in the trash. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm all for that. Absolutely. But, um, Same. You know, to just grind stuff down the pipes. Oh, you want to get rid of our seven bins, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we do have like seven Absolutely. bins. Absolutely. Every yeah. year it's like a new <laughs> bin. Good seven bins. See, we will have one for trash recycle. So you throw your plastics and recyclables in there, and then you throw your trash in the trash. We call it trash can. Both yeah. Them. And then for food, you either, I mean, you can put it down in the trash. We would not put it in the recycle. We put it in the trash, or you just put it down the sink and. Put it down the sink. Yeah, absolutely. Grind away. You do coffee beans in there as well. So you're not supposed to. How about you? I wouldn't recommend it. It doesn't seem sanitary. (laughs) Well, no, none of it's sanitary. You just kind of, you'll like move your uh, water, your, your, uh, we have like a detachable water thing and you just put it down there so it gets, moves the water Mm. in. Wow. I'll give you a demonstration. Later. Absolutely. I mean, you are literally living in the future. Do you Turns have out. central heating as well? <laughs> we do. Oh, my God. We well, have... it depends. So we I live in like heating. an older... I know we have central heating. I'm joking. 
I was going to say, but I, we do live in Colorado. It's pretty common not to have central AC because most of the time, well, except for the last like 10 years, it doesn't get above a hundred. So yeah, normally in Colorado, you don't have that. And so the first, cause Kyle and I, my partner and I lived in a house, an old house that didn't have that. And so we'd have to get window units for the AC because it was so freaking hot, mm. but we had heat. So yeah, interesting. So remember, if you want to hear more about Jack and his podcast, Yola Gay, you just look at it or go into his socials. And if you want to get in touch with us, as usual, you can get in touch. We are on Twitter at BearbackPod. We are on Instagram, BearbackPodcast. You can also look for us on Facebook. Just search Bearback. Or send us an email, barebackpodcast at gmail.com. Right, I am now going to go and research trash compactors and whatever those grinder things are in the sink, because I, th- I think we should get one. Uh, not happening. Oh, please. Mm, bye. Please. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Bye.